You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCATs. How are you doing today? Good, good. Thank you. Uh, what can I help you with? Okay, so my original question, so right now I'm a nurse practitioner. Okay. And I've been um, a nurse for 10 years and a nurse practitioner for three years. Awesome. Okay? Um, and so I've always wanted to be a physician, but listening to all of your podcasts and pretty much how do I get started? Okay. That was my big thing because mm-hmm. I, I listened to a lot of your things. And so a lot of it, when I listen to the, the, the PAs and the nurse practitioners, they're like, okay, well, they want more knowledge, but it's like, well, what can, yeah, I can pick up a book and get more knowledge. Well, there's my knowledge there. Yep. There's more to it. Yep. And so when I think about it, my big thing was creating my personal statement because everything that I think about resorts back to what I just said, mm-hmm. picking up a book and getting more knowledge. But there's more to that, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it, I think it's just finding that, finding that. Um, because right now I'm, I have a family, mm-hmm. I have two boys, um, this is my town, my support system. So I don't have that flexibility to just pick up and leave and go somewhere. Yeah. You know, so I, I, if I do everything, I want to try and do everything right the first time. So that way my chances of getting accepted to somewhere close to home are high. Got it. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so super mom out there working as an MP, how old are the kids? Three and seven. Okay. So uh, very similar to my kids. I have an eight-year-old and an almost four-year-old. Um, and so they're, they're no picnic, <laughs> taking care of, of kids and working as an MP. What's your FTE as an M- MP right now? Like how, how much are you working right now as an MP? Oh, gosh. I... Full-time? <laughs> yeah, full-time. Yeah. More wow. than that. Okay. So you're, you're doing it. You're doing it all. Now, the question, I'm not really sure what the question is. Is the question just, what do you do next? Is the question, how do you write no, about why you want to do is, this? My question is because when you ask me, okay, why do you want to be a physician? Yeah. Okay. That, I guess it's just finding that in the right yeah. terms. Okay? okay. Because yes, I want to know, I want to know more. It's, it's okay. the knowledge. So, so let me ask but, you, stop, stop right now. Why do you want to be a doctor? There's, I love my patients and they are, um, just everything, you know, you get that good relationship with them, but I feel like I'm limited myself and I want to be able to give them more, okay. um, in that aspect. Okay. Um, I want to, to fight for them more. Um, yes, I can be an advocate as a nurse now, but more to that, you know, okay. um, that makes sense. So stop right there. So why do you think that's not good enough? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Do you have a specific patient in mind when you think about this? A patient where you couldn't do what the patient needed because you're quote unquote just an MP? I think it's more of the knowledge um, you know, like just them asking in-depth questions. And no, I, like, I understand that. Can you think of one specific patient right now? 
going back to my previous specialty, I did vascular. Okay. And so um, I evaluate them if they have, if they meet the criteria for an angiogram, then I'd send them through. Okay. So we'd get the ones that um, you, there's always pushback from the insurance for some reason. And it just kind of like sometimes the line just stops there mm-hmm. and you wish you could do more. Well, some physicians don't do pro bono. And I guess it's more or less in that aspect of wanting to help them out. Like, well, if I was a vascular surgeon, I could have done this um, in particular um, for them instead of just having the line stop there or just turfing them off somewhere else. Okay. Okay. So as you think about your journey, as you do that deep soul searching and and self-reflection, finding those specific stories are really what's going to connect to the reader of your personal statement, the interviewer during your medical school interviews. That's really what's going to hit home. Oh, I I can see why you want this. And it's going to motivate you as well because then it's it's going to confirm for you like I, I need to do this because there are going to be steps along this journey where you're like, why am I doing this? I have two kids. I'm an MP. I'm living the life. I'm taking care of patients. Why do I keep saying I want to be a doctor? And then you think about these patients and go, oh, yeah, like I don't want to have any more of those patients in the future when I can continue to say to myself, oh, man, if, if only I were a doctor, right? So you really need to do that soul searching right now as you're going through this process, ramping up whatever you need to do to get ready to apply to medical school. That's really going to keep you motivated and and really solidify for a reviewer, interviewer, et cetera, why it is that you want to go from being an MP to being a physician. Okay. Does that make and sense? I think, yeah, it, it does. And, and I mean, there's a lot of patient experiences of that course. I have and- and it's just, I guess, just putting it all together, yeah. putting it all together to where it doesn't just sound like the whole thing is because I want more knowledge and I love people, you know? Exactly. <laughs> more I, to that. A hundred percent. Right. And, and I say that all the time. It sounds like, you you know, that of like, again, knowledge, like go, go on to Wikipedia. <laughs> you can, you can learn more knowledge. What are you going to do with that knowledge is what I really want you to focus on. And then if you can reflect back on patience to show like, if, if Sally uh, were my patient in the future as a physician, I would be able to do X, Y, and Z. And, and it, I just, it's some somebody who I think about all the time as I think about this journey of why I'm doing this. Okay. I can, that helps. It helps. Uh, it's just, you know, thinking about it and just finding the right thing. That was mm-hmm. my biggest struggle. Cause I think about it. Cause I'm just like, okay, I pretty much have everything set. Yeah. I have my family. I already have my career. I'm already working, you know, but I just feel like I just need a little bit more. Yeah. Just. So let's rewind. I'm going to, I'm going to turn this into a little bit of an interview with you is before you went down this path, you became a nurse and then an MP. Did you ever want to be a physician before? And then you just didn't do it for one reason or another. I just, Honestly, never thought that I could or just had the, um, the knowledge to, to do it mm-hmm. or I don't know. I, ever since high school, I've always wanted to be a nurse, just okay. always wanted to be a nurse. And at that point, I didn't know nurse practitioner was a thing. Mm-hmm. And so went that route. But now it's to the point where it's like 
do I want to go back for my doctorate in nursing or just go straight to medical school? Because for me, I feel like if I go DNP route, what am I going to do with that? It's the same thing. It's, an, <laughs> it's the yeah. same thing. It's not a clinical I mean, doctorate. So no, yeah, no. I mean, if anything, I can teach yep. and I, I love to teach, but that's not, it's not impacting like the patients with that time if I did that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's good. Right. The, the fact that you're being intentional about this process, you're asking the questions, you're figuring out what it is that you want. That's all of the right things. And maybe at some point you get to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, I don't actually want to go to medical school. I can do X, Y or Z. And that's OK, too. You're asking yourself the right questions. Um, and, and I think as long as you understand that and it sounds like you do, that it's not just the knowledge that you need to go to medical school for. It's the impact that that diploma really and the credentials that the the clinic and hospital are going to give you that allows you to do more with those patients. And, and whether it's being in the operating room or having peer-to-peers with, with the insurance company and being able to advocate more for them, whatever that is, um, it, it sounds like you're, you're thinking about all of the right things. Okay, good. <laughs> Good. That's good. That, that gives me hope. <laughs> yeah. So you're an NP now. You're practicing. Two kids. We, we talked about that. And it sounds like support-wise, you're going to be pretty limited with where you can apply. So hopefully you're in an area where there are uh, some schools for you. What is the process for you? Like, are, are you very early on in this process and you have to go take some prereqs and take the MCAT or oh, are I you... have to do all of that. Okay. I have to do yeah. all of that. But, um, but it... I was just to the point where do I want to go that route um, yeah. first? And so my plan was to do all the prereqs, do all the prereqs first. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was another one of my questions because I keep hearing about community college and then going to university for your prereqs. And, yep. and I hear mixed. And yep. so I don't really know if there's a difference or if, if, yeah. it, if they look down on that or what, you know? Yeah. Um, but for me, it's, easier to just go to community college just because of the flexibility you know evening courses i can still work things like that yeah so that's the answer so the the historically there has been a stigma against community college that stigma is going away more and more and more and more there will be some medical schools out there that will be like why are you taking all of your pre-ex at community college and then they'll look at your job and your activities and go, oh, you're working as an MP. That's probably why you're taking college or classes at community college. I think it's well known that community college is much more flexible, especially for non-traditional students. So I wouldn't worry about it at all. Okay. With the one caveat, if you are limited with where you're going to apply to medical school, maybe you're limited with just where you're going to go right now for your undergraduate classes and you're more open to travel for, for medical school then this is less of an issue. But if you're limited with where you're going to go for medical school, I would start having those conversations with the medical schools that you are local to and the ones that you're going to apply to. To say, hey, I I just want to reach out. Uh, I'm I'm working as an MP. Uh, I have two kids. I want to go to medical school. I want to go to your school. Like, this is where my community is, my support system, et cetera. This is my plan, right? I'm going to take these classes at community college. I'm going to take the MCAT this time and I'm going to apply to medical school. What do you think? And and get their buy-in and start that conversation. Okay. Okay. 
because there's only one here in San Antonio, so I just got this one shot. <laughs> got one shot, UTSA. You got it. But okay. okay. Um. Uh, the Dio School is down in San Antonio too, isn't it? Oh, you know what? I lied. There is that one too. There's that one. There's uh, UTSA and then the Incarnate Word, the Dio. Yeah. So there's those two. Yeah. You get two. Where's Tyler compared to you? The the new UT Tyler school. I think it's pretty far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was there's that one and there's the Rio Grande one. Um That's far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah. So, Austin's not too far from you. Uh, no, it's maybe hour and a half, hour, hour forty five. Yeah. Depending on but, traffic. <laughs> yeah. Those are just Yeah. My my biggest one is San Antonio, just just to you know, it's uh, the patient population. I know yeah. I don't plan to, to move elsewhere to practice, yeah. but it's, it's, you just like easier. the river walk too much. Oh yeah. <laughs> I go there every weekend. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, reach out to UTSA and, and start having conversations with them and just don't be overly aggressive. Just try to uh, understand that they're busy and you just want to touch base and just say, Hey, I'm a future applicant and here are my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that then that, and then just start my prereqs and then just study really good for my MCAT and then just apply. And so that was just piece of cake. That's all it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, but that was my only big thing is just, um, you know, just really figuring out, I guess, what route to take. And I really want to further my education, do more, but it's just, you know, DMP, MD, DMP. And I, I read just a lot of different things about it. And I don't honestly think that I'll be satisfied if I did my DMP. Yeah, and just from from listening to you for these thirteen minutes or so, uh, and and what little I know about DMP, you you probably know a lot more than I do. Is is that just it's not a clinical doctorate? You're there to learn whatever you're learning. To it's it's more of a, a progression of career and not necessarily more impact to patients. Right. And so. Um, if that's what you want, right? If you want to go be faculty and, and teach and do whatever, then potentially that's the better option. But from what you're saying so far, it sounds like you want more impact on a patient level and not necessarily kind of faculty career level. Obviously, a physician is 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 a different career path, but mm-hmm. but offers up a lot more uh, opportunity for you as well. Yeah, and I'm not talking bad about it because i know how no. you always say not to talk bad yeah. about it no. <laughs> about your your you know previous profession because i love being a nurse but it's just um like i said i just need a little more just yeah. need a little more I think to yeah make me happy. it's understandable so go out there and, and get it done i'm gonna try i'm gonna try my best piece of cake yoda says there but, is no try uh, do or do not Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, well, am I too old to do it? Um, Heck no. I'm 32, I'll be 33. And so I say, you know, I figured 10 years, I'll get it done. But it's like, well, 10 years is going to come either way. So, either way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Go out there. Very recently on the pre-mid years podcast, I've had uh, multiple 50-year-olds on so that are that are in medical school. So just go out there and do it. Yeah, I figure show, if they can do it, then I can do it. Show your kids. Yeah. 
show them how it's done. Okay. Well, good. Thank Any you. other questions? No, that was my biggest one. That was All my right. biggest one. And, and, and talking to you helped, helped a lot. <laughs> good. Well, good luck to you. Be rooting Thank for you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 